Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the 4i Radio Network to receive 10% off your order. <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horror Cast. Ooh, spooky. I don't know. I'm Steve-O. And I'm uh, Amy Winehouse. And we are back with a brand new episode. Thank you, Amy, for joining us. Uh, to find the show, you can listen to us on 4iradios.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, Google Play Music, Google Play App, Spotify, and Pod Chaser, and if you want to help out the show in any shape, form, or whatnot, you can go to uh, Amazon. But you don't go to Amazon; you go to the foreyradio.com, click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. Uh, yeah, and if you're looking for us on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at B Horrorcast, or you can find us on the Facebook page, which is Facebook backslash not another fa- uh, not another Facebook. Wow, not another B Horrorcast. All right, delete that one. No one's gonna hear this. Edit this in post. I don't edit anything. And then you have our email address, which is at which you can find us at not another B horrorcast at gmail.com. Man, I was not helpful on that at all. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, it's, it's been one of those days. My brain, it, it feels like my brain is trying to check out now on Wednesdays. Um, mm. So I know today, and I think everyone was feeling, at least I know people at work today are the people that I talk to at work today, which isn't a lot. I think it was, you, I was going to say, you talk to people? I think it was three. I know, it's weird. Speaking of diving into stuff, um, we're, we'll talk about our weeks and everything, but speaking on work, apparently uh, our team is having like a meeting, you know, tomorrow or whatnot, but it's like, come up with facts about yourself and all these things. And first thing that came to my mind was all like, I know we have uh, new listeners from work, where we work at. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out, and hopefully if you guys are sticking with it, it's working for you and if it's not uh no apologies necessary i completely get it uh <laughs> like i'm like i feel like i should be apologizing to them every thursday going i'm so sorry about today this week's show i'm so sorry about this week's show so sorry about this week's show i think we had a content of maybe two horror themed things and the rest was just pointless jibber jabber but um yay jibber jabber but yeah so but right off the pedals all like so a couple of people are are learning a little bit about me with, with the podcast but most people still don't know anything about me at work which i kind of like because i'm kind of like yeah there's my it's like my work life and then my actual life but now i'm like you people want to know more i'm like you you people <laughs> you people i'm like <laughs> Backward savages. I'm like, nah, I want to be a man shrouded in mystery. So I might just be all like, so Steve, tell us something that the group doesn't know about you. And I'll be like, I like to murder drifters on the weekend just to feel alive. Yeah, well, what else would you do on the weekend to feel alive? I mean, when you're when you go into work and you're dead all week. Yep, but I'm gotta- done. 
But well, I mean, you have to have death involved in your life and somehow, so might as well, whether it's work or killing drifters, you know. Either way, <laughs> the world keeps spinning and everyone's happy. Um, Except for the drifters, because yeah. they can't feel happiness anymore because they're dead. Well, yeah, they didn't feel happiness to begin with. Oh, yeah, good point. They're, they're a drifter. They're a drifter. <laughs> uh, anyways, but um, uh, how, was, uh, how was your week? It was good. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, uh, neither uh, do I know. Uh, um, nothing exciting happening, really. I mean, I could be forgetting something, but not that. Other than, I know. Um, as I keep saying, I force you to watch. Uh, I know. Marx apparently, Brothers. you force me to do everything. Yes, I force you to watch Marx Brothers. Um, Even though you said, hey, I'm thinking of picking up Marx Brothers movies, would you be interested? And I go, yes, because I know of the Marx Brothers, but I've actually never sat down and watched any of their movies. And so then, then now you, and, then, you. and then you tell everybody else, I'm forcing him to do this. And it's like, yes. okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm it, in a forceful relationship, apparently. Yeah. Well, you know, apparently I'm the man in the relationship. Well, so. that is still fact. But, no, it's not. Pisses me off. Anyways. Um, so yeah, we watched, uh, some Marx Brothers over the weekend slash week evenings, I guess. I don't know. Um. Yeah, we haven't watched anything horror, so there's no, uh, movie review this week. We're actually going to be talking about, like, news and everything like that. And, uh, hopefully, well, actually, I, uh, we're, we're going to talk about, um, <clears throat> we were going to talk about the bed, uh, the Ted Bundy, uh, doc at some point, so... Uh, I know Anna's going to do a little bit of research and uh, give it to our guest hosts on the show uh, so she can uh, <laughs> explain about these uh, serial killers and some of that. So hopefully we'll have that episode s- at some point. I'm not going to say when because I don't want to be held accountable for anything. Like like my new quote, I can't be held accountable for things I said a few minutes ago. Exactly. So... Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. It, it has been kind of a, a lull uh, week. I'm trying to even think what happened this weekend. I know your sister, uh, her brother, or not her brother, her your brother-in-law, her husband. I yes. gotta, I keep, I'm like, I'm not good with families yet. Like, I can't, it's <laughs> like, what are you to this function? Uh, related somehow. Yeah, how are you related? Oh, you're the second cousin twice removed. Gotcha. On its mother's side. Huh. Interesting. Name that movie that I quoted that from. Is that your right? Is that the if second you, cousin twice removed on its mother's side? Oh, I'll put it this way: if you can guess the movie and you can write into it, has nothing to do with horror, but I love this. <laughs> you can write into our you know websites and everything like that. Let us know. Uh, I actually could. I do have a prize I could give to people, it, and it is horror themed. So, um, so if you guys want this uh, prize, and most likely if it's uh, <laughs> uh, listeners from work, uh, you can just tell me. <laughs> what the thing is, and I'll just bring in the prize on Friday or something like that. Just remind me because I'll probably forget. Um, but yeah, there's a little trivia thing. So there. Um, but yeah, no, I was trying to think. Uh, I know. Yeah, that's about all we did. Is I know I had friends came over. I recorded recorded a great life is shit episode. Um, I can't remember it. I got to go back and listen to it because how we got on the subject of <laughs> a spinoff series from Home Improvement with Al, but we made it dark. Um, I, never, yeah, I haven't had a chance to listen to that yet, so I, I can't really tell. Yeah, you yeah, no, 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 you're 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 fine. I'm just saying if people <laughs> want to take a listen on this thing, um, but I I for, I had I was trying to figure out how we got onto the subject and how we got onto the subject is really 
nothing related no no it's to. funny it's it's it worked well, out i was gonna it, say nothing related to anything dark and then you just took it down the dark um, yeah basically it was basically patrick's hatred for some uh, uh two individuals as usually how our things start is and then no, uh, like celebrities yeah I yeah think Pat- that's normal for yeah patrick. That's, that's what i'm saying it's normal for patrick but then like <laughs> yeah. where we where we jump from there to jump to where we did it was it was pretty it was pretty fun so yeah i had a good time on that um I know, uh, oh, been trying new beers. Uh, I don't have one of the beers, but uh, we've been checking out the uh, Mike uh, Hess Hess Brewing uh, Brewing Company. Uh, They actually showed up at Chiba Hut. Shout out to Chiba Hut and Abatuki. That's my, that's my, those are my. People? I don't want to say people. Those are my. Potheads? No, I wasn't going to say that because it's (laughs) work-related. And I always say centered. I was Um, joking anyways. Uh no, I'm trying to think. I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to say like my my group, my crew, or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I have to come up with something like that later. That's my but, sandwich. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, they had a little promotion going over there. So we were there for uh, I think Friday. Yeah, yes. Friday we went over. Uh, so yeah, it was fun. It was good. It was a good time. So uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm trying to think. It's just been one of those kind of. Lola weeks. Apparently tomorrow is supposed to be uh, some rain and stuff like that, which is funny because it was it was cold out today, but it was it was really it was it was gorgeous out. Like it was really nice, like thing. I just wish we didn't have the the wind chill, I guess. But I guess I shouldn't be complaining too much because there's other people who are like in negative eight and all that kind of shit. So uh, everything like it always could be worse. Uh, but yeah, no, it was. I can't really think. I'm trying to even think. Um, this what what happened? I think the biggest thing I was most excited for is I bought a new cat mat for the litter box Woo! which is amazing it, apparently it actually catches it in like this little pocket thing it's it's been the highlight of my <laughs> week actually i'm all like oh, none of it's on the floor and it's all inside the mat i'm super excited for my new cat mat yeah that was adorable <laughs> that's i wish you people could have seen the little dance he that's did. that's the unofficial jingle for it they're like no we don't need you we're, we're, we're doing fine we've sold a, a lot <laughs> Anyways, so maybe we should probably start getting into. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say if we want to get it. Well, I didn't know if we had anything else to add. Uh, this builds, this builds the content because you have the nice, good back and forth. Because I realize if you don't have a back and forth with somebody or can't go on a random rant, uh, your podcast could end up being barely thirty minutes, and <laughs> you panic the entire way through it. So <clears throat> that's why. So this the is moral good. of the story is: don't panic. Yeah. And I know that there's one listener out there who's going to get that reference for sure. Okay. I think this is the person who's just going to win. Probably. Content. Yes. Um, anyways. Anyways, yeah. So um, so we do have a little bit of news. A lot of horror movie news and television and stuff like that. Uh, stuff that we did find because there was... Uh, we'll, di- we'll dive into that because we, um, we do have an eerie news of the week. But uh, but I will say this: there was the New York Toy Fair, uh, and they had a lot of different just toys in general. But they did have a lot of uh, horror themed toys that are coming out, so we'll definitely talk about that and uh, all this kind of uh, kind of just cool stuff. But I know um, I got to give a shout out to Eric uh, Barry, uh, host of the uh, Power Power 
our podcast. I want to make sure I get that right. So if people are interested in a Power Rangers podcast, you can go check that out, 4iRadio.com, all the good stuff. But he was able, he uh, he he got invited, I believe. So him and his wife, they went out to New York, and he, I, he, he was just, I knew he was just loving it. Like, he had, like, there was so much Power Rangers stuff for him. He got really good pictures and stuff like oh, that. So amazing. it was really kind of cool. So um, I thought that I want to give him a shout out. Definitely check out his Instagram. Uh, that was really kind of cool, getting to see, like, a lot of the toys that you you would get to see, but he got, like, a lot of up close pictures and stuff like that so it was really it was really kind of cool to finally get to see a lot of the toys because usually you see them and then the glass cases but a lot of people like brought them out or even had like the booth stuff that you could take you know pictures of and things like that and usually you only get like the glass kind of pictures and things like that but so have to check that out but yes we will dive into some horror movie news and um and everything that soon because uh this is going to be an interesting uh show because there's a lot of stuff in the movie show notes part of the show that i was just like is this like my week for horror because everything was just like oh hi steve guess what we've missed so many of your birthdays here you go uh here's a couple of presents but yeah so let's dive into our uh eerie news of the week it is time for eerie news of the week So this is crazy. So if the internet could load the page. But um, this actually popped up, I believe, yesterday. I think I posted to the Facebook page. I'm not sure. I can't remember a lot of stuff. But we can check. So this is a terrifying moment. A five-meter great white shark uh, lunges from the ocean while a gentleman was taking some deep sea uh, pictures. A photographer, yeah, has captured the moment. A great white shark lunging out of the ocean, coming just inches away from his hand. And literally, when I saw the picture, I honestly, I honestly thought it was like, oh, are they doing a new shark movie? Yeah, I literally thought that's what it was. Because literally, I was like, oh, there's no way someone's this close and there's a shark, and I'm looking at it. So I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say this: you shine that old uh, old jaws up. Uh, like, you know, give them that kind of wet yeah. look and everything that, um, they were pretty accurate with that fucking shark and, uh, and no jaws, I will say. I mean, granted, yes, it's fake and stuff, but I'm looking at this and I thought, I was like, oh, this is new and improved, but I'm like, holy crap. And I guess it came back up again and like attack the, uh, the cage he was on, uh, for the diving and stuff like that. But I, there is, uh, there is a video, um, when it happened and I guess you can see like the shark kind of leaves and comes back and you know, all this kind of stuff from the cage and whatnot, but it's just like, holy shit. So, um, do people still want to go into the ocean after seeing this thing now? Um, yeah. Uh, so I was actually thinking about this like a couple weeks ago about how like, I really need to get over my whole like fear of sharks. Cause like most of the time they're like usually pretty docile and nice. And then after seeing this, I'm like, Nope, fear is now back in full force. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> well, it's just weird because there's so many sharks that they, they know that they're the sharks that are aggressive. Yeah. They're all like, okay, these are shark for like, you know, no fucking reason. Like these sharks will attack you because they'll think you're, you know, such and they're such food, food and shit yeah. like that. So, you know, you got your bull sharks and stuff like that, but then you got sharks that look threatening, but they're actually, they don't give a shit about us. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm trying to think, I don't know if the hammerhead's one of them. Or I think the what, ha- hammerheads are relatively docile. But like, I don't think wrong. they give, like, two fucks yeah. uh, kind of stuff. But, like, a great white, we have no idea. Like, there's so much shit we don't know about these sharks. Why they, like, for all yeah, we because, know, for all we know, he could be swimming and be like, ah, 
there's nothing to do today. I'm just going to eat because I'm bored. Oh, there's something. And he just like was like, like coming out of the water to be like, or maybe he's all like, or maybe he's like, oh, photos. Yeah. And he came by. He's all like, get my good side. But I, yeah. And it's like, because uh, great whites actually. He looks so do- happy though. <laughs> well, cause they great whites can't survive in captivity. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the problem that they and have. They don't know they can't why actually like study them. So, um, the only thing, like the only randomly almost plausible thing that I could come up with is maybe it's just like it could either be like a psychological thing because I don't know how big a great white's um, territory is, but maybe if I was it's, just thinking about that. Too. Yeah, maybe if it's just like they need a huge amount of territory, and if they can't swim far enough, then it's a psychological thing, and they I can actually like feel that themselves being caged and they just like panic and then they probably just give up oh you went you um, went you went that route okay that's a actually that's actually very very interesting i didn't even think of that way i was thinking of it like it's it's territorial and it has its area and then it saw something that was all like hey this thing looks like it's threatening to me mm-hmm. like like it's coming into my domain i don't know what this is so i'm just gonna go after it you know kind of thing that's probably why you know it attacks like the cages and stuff like that because it's all like there's this thing that yeah, i've yeah, never yeah. seen before just come into my territory yeah i think that honestly, you know what I, I think maybe, but even the even that like maybe it feels like oh i'm getting fenced in like no no no, no i gotta i gotta stop yeah. what's happening you know kind of so, thing yeah, like I, maybe maybe you think like sharks are all claustrophobic but their 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 range of claustrophobia is like ridiculous where it's all like <laughs> hey i'm hey! too close and the guy's like what what <laughs> if it's less than three miles i can't handle it yeah that's so close <laughs> i want that i want the claustrophobic shark yes jim uh, the claustrophobic shark jim no i don't know jim just doesn't work for a shark no honestly i see why they named the one shark bruce now because yeah. right when i saw him i was like oh bruce you know wally. but i'm like oh wally uh, wally oh wally the panicking shark yes Wally the Cross. Oh, now I need like a comic with all sea creatures. But now I feel like it's going to be like Sherman's Lagoon. I don't even know what that is. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a shark based. On, it's a shark. It's a comic <laughs> based off uh, like it's like a shark is named Sherman. And he has, it's like him. And he has like a lobster, like a, oh. a hermit crab friend and like a sea turtle and stuff like that. It's just them and like making friends with an octopus. And stuff like that. I don't know if there's an octopus in in his comic. I've I've dropped off from. Mm. I feel like I feel bad when I say this because I'm going to really date myself. But I'm like, I haven't I haven't read the newspapers comic since I've had a newspaper, kids. Do you know what a newspaper is? I know I could just look them up online, but I don't have time for that anymore. Nobody does. Um, uh, the other thing that I was thinking about was maybe he was just using the metal cage to, to like pick his teeth. Yeah, maybe it's just like, like oh, I got ah. something, and maybe he was popping up. Like you see how he popped up like next to him but not like trying to eat him maybe he was just popping up like hey excuse me can i can i borrow this i just i got some stuff in my or maybe he's like hey hey i got i need directions i'm lost hey hey where you going hey oh Ah, forget you you suck that cage is in my mouth ridiculous that's it for that's it for directions and all i got was a all i got was a nick cage in the mouth is that what you kids call it Nick. <laughs> I don't know what a Nick Cage is. The other thing that I was also thinking about is probably like maybe more of like a biological based thing is like maybe sharks release certain pheromones and like sh- great whites. Maybe they the reason why their territory is as big as it is is just because like the the fer- like they it's enough to where they know where they've been, but it's like they for whatever reason they need to get away from those pheromones. So if it's an enclosed space and the water's not rotating enough, then they're like 
I don't know, uh, just random thoughts floating through my head about how sharks might work. Well, these specific sharks. But yeah, like their teeth are fucking creepy looking. That A lot damn. of gum in that. You well, really did too much gum. Seriously. Hey. Anyways. Some people like a good gumming. <laughs> Of course um, he went there. Yeah, I had to. Um, but uh, that's going to wrap up all of our eerie news of the week. And now time to dive into our horror news. It's time for horror news. So one of the first stories I want to touch upon is uh, one I just found out and I was like, no way. So long, long I'm going to just say a long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. In a galaxy far, far away. Um, Jim Henson had a series called The Storyteller. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with The Storyteller, uh, was a retelling of various uh, European folk stories uh, popular with uh, uh, giants and white lions and other various beasts brought to life by the Jim Henson creation shop. Uh, the show was narrated by a mysterious... Uh, Elfin. Elfin story played by John Hurt. Oh, no uh, way. Henson got the idea for the series after his daughter, Lisa, studied folklore and mythology at the uh, Harvard University. Each episode was written by an Oscar award-winning anthol- Anthony... Uh, Mingella? Mingella, I think. Um, yeah, so I remember this. I th- it was a very short run because, of course, what usually happens is... Uh, which I noticed with a lot of like these kind of shows, because you're building creatures and stuff like that, the budget was way too high, and you weren't really seeing a turnaround for because you weren't really making toys, you weren't really making any kind of merchandise for this thing. So it was really relying on people watching it and enjoying it, and so on and so forth. So it's really kind of cool that uh, that now they're rebooting it, and Neil Gaiman uh, has. Uh, is, uh, is attached to it. He's uh, bringing it back and some of that. Now, Neil Gaiman, if people don't uh, know him, he's, uh, he's a fantastic uh, storyteller to begin with. Uh, he's written a lot of DC comics. He's written... Uh, he's actually fought for a lot of the DC writers as well. Um, he fought for the, the two gentlemen who created uh, Superman. Hmm. Uh, even long after they passed away, he made sure that his their families were well taken care of of getting the rights they deserve for creating this character. Oh, that's awesome! Um, and stuff like that. Uh, he's done so many things. He's uh, he's actually has uh, the his his novel American Gods, which is a uh, series now, I believe, on uh, Stars. Yes, and everything like that. So uh, I'm super stoked because this show is awesome. They they would always build these crazy like creatures. It was kind of cool because like. Uh, Jim Henson would sometimes be in the beginning and showing you like a little bit of the creature and like hook it up and do a little puppetry Ooh. with it so you can kind of get an idea of like oh that's of cool. like some stuff and then you know you'd go into the stories and all that kind of stuff so it was just it was just really kind of cool so already that I was just like oh yeah because we're of course getting the new um, Dark Crystal series on uh, Netflix uh, sometime this year and that's supposed to be the prequel. Uh, to that movie, The Dark Crystal. So I'm super excited about that. And it looks like they're not really doing, they're not, they said no CGI. Everything's built from the ground up. We're all got puppets and stuff like that. There's a lot awesome. of voice uh, casting already that was announced. Uh, Mark Hamill is a uh, voice in it. They're doing some stuff. So I'm, I'm very curious about all this and this too. It's just like, oh, that's awesome. Really kind of hoping it kind of sparks everyone again and gets them because. The Muppet movies I thought were great, the new ones that they did, and then they just, uh, the series, I really enjoyed the new one they did, but a lot of people were like, this isn't my Muppets, and all this kind of stuff, but I was like, uh, okay, whatever. 
So, um, well, that's we'll kinda, see. That's really cool, but it kind of bums me out because, like, now Jim Henson and John Hurt have passed away. Right. So, so. I'm very curious. Like, so you have Neil Gaiman now kind of front running, and that's like, okay, very cool. And then I'm just curious, like, who, what writers do you think they're going to pick up? And, uh, so you know, who do you think is going to be the new narrator then? I don't know. I'm trying to think of Peter someone. Peter Capaldi. Oh, shit. <laughs> or even David Tennant. Yeah, that's true. I, I just think, want to see Peter think, Capaldi because he's already grumpy looking. So I feel like you wouldn't have to do much like special effects to try to make him look like a angry little creature. Oh, that's um, right. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. If they were even doing that if he was narrating. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Now, this is interesting. This is news that, not going to lie, came out of fucking left field when I saw this. <laughs> I had to like do a double take because I was like, am I too centered for this right now? Am I reading this right? I really was at that point of just like, this doesn't make sense. So this is interesting because I just was talking about this shit not too yeah. long ago because like uh, last week well i wouldn't say last week but i meant like also a little bit last year because they were they were showing the they uh funko uh they released uh banana split uh pop vinyls oh and i sat there oh, going yeah. oh my god i know exactly what this is and a lot of people are like i have no idea what this is like so many people did not know what this was so the banana splits and i know what you're thinking wait why is this being brought up in horror movie news so before I, I tell you why, but uh, the Banana Splits was an old 70s, uh, I don't even know what to say, like a 70s, I'm trying to think, because it, it was like them, these uh, animal creatures, so there was a, a monkey, an elephant, a dog, and I think a lion, and the lion looks baked as fuck in this, uh, <laughs> but... It's like the 17th, so there was like a band, and they would always do like these songs, and they're running around amusement parks. It was very like 70s style. Very, I believe it came out in the 70s. But then they would bumper, they have those, and they'd bumper like cartoons in between them and stuff like that. So, and Cartoon Network used to play these like late at night. It was like a trippy thing. Like, I kind of wish I, they still had this, like just to be like, they might even have it on Boomerang. I don't know. So it was oh, just yeah. this like multi-variety weird kind of thing. I'll have to pull up some to show people and be like, so they're doing that. But but the Banana Splits Hanna-Barbera series has been revived as a horror movie. <laughs> it's not April 1st yet, but Warner Brothers Home Entertainment and Sci-Fi have announced that the, the cult kids program, the Banana Splits, will return as an original movie, but with a horror twist the film brings back the classic characters first introduced to the audience in 1968 with the banana splits adventure hour variety program uh the upcoming th- horror thriller a boy named harley and his family brother austin mother beth and father mitch attempt a taping att- attended a taping of the banana Split tv show which is supposed to be fun filled birthday for young uh Harley and business as usual for Rebecca, the producer of the series, but things take an unexpected turn and the body count quickly rises. Can Harley, his mom, and the new pal safely escape? So does that mean that it's sort of like, uh, what is it, like, I always want to say Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, that's it. Oh, it is? Okay. So So it's basically like taking the banana splits and putting it into like a Five Nights at Freddy's. Like That's what I'm curious about. Is it people in costumes? Are they going to go with the animatronic thing and maybe those go wrong? Like there's so many possibilities you could do with this. But I kind of hope that it's animatronics go wrong. I don't know why, but I have like a soft spot for those kinds of like movies and TV shows and stuff. But the best part about this is... um, 
what was it? It's uh, speaking of that is like that's where there was there was this old pizza place called Pistol Pete's. And it had the animatronic band. Yeah. And it had the one bear that would walk around and everything like that. And it would always be this bear and he had a bird. And then there was this other band and it was like, they would go back and forth. And I think there was another one where it was like a, someone on the moon or something like that. Very fucking bizarre. But it was just this stage set up and the curtains would go down, you know, up and then they would play and they'd have this shtick back and forth and stuff like that. And that I believe was the building blocks for the five nights at Freddy, which is funny because everyone's thinking probably kids these days will see this and be like, this is just a ripoff of Five Nights at Freddy. But in fact, this is actually before this. And this was before Pist- Pistol Pete's. And I'm pretty sure Pistol Pete's was like, hey, we're going to do a pizza parlor. Hey, let's do like an animal band. I'm pretty sure banana splits must have come up. And yeah. they were probably trying to figure out animals not to use. So it's basically you know, taking kind of the thing. origin and merging it with And merging it with the modern, yeah. you know. So it's kind of interesting of putting those two together and launching it. It's yeah. like, I'm already all over this. I'm pretty sure like once this comes out, I will, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll be. I'll have a copy of this in my household because this is this is just literally like I was like nostalgia, like a motherfucker. But I'm like, why not? Because you'll see like the banana splits, and you're like, and you start looking at them, going like, oh yeah, this could be fucking, this could be fucking demented. Honestly, like imagine. Is- but even if they didn't move their faces, like even the dog, the dog just has this face on where he's just. Imagine just him, just like he's just choking you out with that yeah. face. That's fucking eerie, right? Oh, now what I kind of want, I want Mondo. I want so much shit. I want Mondo to make like, uh, uh, I want them to do the Banana Splits like horror movie poster. That would be <laughs> fucking stellar. Spe- uh, oh, that's what I totally forgot. I didn't talk about it. Uh, Speaking of Mondo, didn't put this in the show notes and this was actually part of my week. This actually was last week, but it happened right after the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, Mondo released a bunch of Ghostbusters uh, products. Yeah. Um, I missed out on the variant. Uh but I did score one of the, the normal prints of the posters, which will be coming in April. So I'm going to get that frame that will probably be coming in the studio. But it's like one of my very first big Ghostbusters posters. Because the only thing I have really, uh, I'm pointing at it in the studio, but everyone else who can't see it is the little uh, Ghostbusters shtick, uh, the little picture we got from uh, Nerdblock. Nerdblock, yeah. I think um, that one's mine. Yeah, that's yours, okay. but I figure we have two, and I'm... Just was like it's no 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 it's yeah framed. I'm fine I'm, with I'm, you having it yeah because that's why I put it up there I was, I was like fan, I'm so. just well we have two of them I, we yeah. just have one frame so I was like I'll just put it in here no it's um, perfect um yeah but, actually yeah. I was gonna say I feel like this is probably going to be the movie that I've been wanting for a while um and honestly it's sort of like the movie that I kind of wanted Puka to be. Mm, like right? I, I kind of wanted like the the dolls to actually be coming to life, mm. and instead it was like That's I did like the psychological part of it, but I really wanted them to be like those creatures to be like the one like almost like Chucky, but not quite. That's you know interesting. What I, mean? uh, I guess uh, there's a movie I just heard about because uh, it was on exquisite acting on Hollywood Babylon. It's called <laughs> Dolls, uh-huh. and I it came out in like probably the 70s or some of like that maybe the 80s or some of like that but it was all about like and it's like these the dolls that come to life or whatnot but i just heard like this the little audio of it but i'm also like we should probably check this out for the horror film then i, th- I think that would be one to be interesting on yeah um this is actually kind of cool so uh production is getting ready to begin on gilmore del toro's netflix horror series 10 after midnight now i had no idea i did not know this was coming mm-hmm. or whatnot but uh, fresh off of his Oscar win of The Shape of the Water, Gilmore Del Toro has uh, attached himself to many projects this past year, honestly becoming harder to even keep track. Uh, but I guess also he's going to be a part of uh, 
the uh, Netflix family. Uh, but yeah, it looks like 10 after midnight, which is going to be like an episodic kind of like almost like an anthology where like every story is going to be different. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And it's Del Toro. So I'm all like, yeah, put him with, I mean, for, he's got his movie coming out this year. Well, he's probably got a bunch of movies coming out this year, but the one movie that's coming out this year that we talked about a couple of weeks ago was, um, uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, oh, yeah. uh, you know, movie coming, some of that. So I'm super stoked. I'm excited. This will be great because I loved uh, Haunting on Hill House. Yes. Uh, so I'm kind of hoping Netflix is getting a little bit more of their horror stuff together, like series-wise, because it's like, ooh, ah. And actually, I'm kind of curious. So if people actually are willing to write in, I kind of want to know people's opinions because, like, I do know I've heard a lot of mixed reviews about Haunting of Hill House. I personally enjoyed it. So I'm kind of curious, like, how many listeners we have that actually really enjoyed it and how many listeners we have that were just like, nah, it's okay. So, or they just absolutely hated it, and here's the 13 reasons why. Or other number of reasons why. Oh, no, all uh, good. But um, I just depressed myself. No. Um, but uh, I, I pulled this figure out because I'm pretty sure this is the one that you'll probably care about the most. But yes. um, NECA, we've talked about them before on the show. They do a lot of different figurines and some of that mostly horror-based stuff. They, we actually talked about the uh, new Nightmare Freddy Krueger last week. Uh, this week they actually revealed uh, two different Pennywises, one from the new movie, one from the old movie with nice. removable heads and stuff of like that. So they even have the one where like Pennywise's face is burning. From the original one with Tim Curry's look. Um, they also have a new Jason figure coming out. But I thought this one was interesting because I have not yet seen one yet of like of this style. But uh, Sam from Trick or Treat, uh, you can actually put his mask on, pull his mask off. He has the nice little onesie that's like got fabric and stuff. Uh, and of course, this is the one page that's not loading the pictures for me. Oh, well, you can just come over so, here if you want. Yeah, that's true. Um Dude, I that makes me so happy. Yeah, so I think it's and he comes with his bag and he has like his uh, I think it's lollipop and everything. Yeah, comes with all that kind of stuff. So it's really it's really kind of cool and they do really good details on it. Like even like his uh, his uh, um, his onesie is like it's got like the dirt kind of like on it and stuff. Like it doesn't look like brand new and everything. So it's just it's just really kind of cool. Like when they're bringing all this kind of stuff out. But yeah, this is one of the big announcements, which makes sense because oh this wow I'm really doing some good tie-ins. This makes sense because, of course, uh, the director of those movies, he's got a movie coming out this summer in May, uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, which they released a new TV promo where it showed uh, Godzilla and uh, King Ghidorah running at each other. And you see Godzilla grabs his two heads and like his head comes at his and then it cuts, you know, and then just says like Godzilla, King of the Monsters. But they had like more of the animals fighting like they showed mothra kind of come down and do like this screech thing and stuff like that so i'm all i'm already like, even just talking about it, i got goosebumps so i'm like cannot wait for this movie so i'm really kind of hoping that with all this kind of traction they're going to start picking up because i know they've been working on uh trick-or-treat 2 and i'm really excited to see if this is going to be a continue because the best part about trick-or-treat trick-or-treat i feel like that was one halloween night they could do so many halloween nights but they could also do it from like the past so you can even do it like the 70s the 80s like all these different genres of stories with this character yeah. kind of thing so i'm super stoked to see what we're going to see for halloween or not halloween uh, trick-or-treat too i'm also excited for the next halloween movie because it looks like they they found a writer um it's not danny mcbride which is interesting but we'll see what happens 
Oh, I finally got to picture the pictures to look, right, you, and that makes me super you, yeah, happy. Yeah, you, you already was like, oh, this is already a gift. That is fantastic. So this is interesting. So remember the Lost Boys? Yes. We uh, talked about it on the show. We actually Michael. did a we yeah Michael. Michael. We actually did a commentary. So CW is doing the Lost Boys. Uh, they're doing like a series of it. I'm like no brainer idea. Uh, we already know Vampires works, taking a already legitimate uh, franchise. And building upon it, such as CW has been very good at doing that with Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which, of course, is on Netflix, but is by uh, the Berlanti universe, as they call it. Uh, also, Riverdale. And then you got all of the superhero movies and stuff, you know, uh, television shows, Flash. And yeah. All that kind of stuff. So you have CW, uh, you know, going Lost Boys. You're like, okay, so apparently, I don't know if this is a big problem. I just thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, uh, out of all the people to, I guess, they're quote-unquote gender swapping. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was an interesting yeah. Pick for it, but it's the Frog Brothers. So the you know the ones that were originally played by um, I think the only one that had a career after this. Corey Heyman, Corey Feldman. Oh, it was Corey Heyman? Yeah, it was. Corey oh, you're Heyman right. It is. Corey yeah, Feldman, I remember yeah. Corey Feldman and the other. Oh wow. Corey. Oh no, I'm sorry. Corey Feldman and Jason Jameson Newlander. I apologize. Okay, I was like, I thought it was Corey Haim, but I was wrong. So it's just interesting though, because so they're going to be called the Frog Sisters then, and so the yeah. Frog Brothers, I guess. You know, I was just thinking or about or the this. Tadpole. Uh huh. No, I don't want to make that. Yeah. I was trying to make it cute, and I'm like, uh, I just realized how many people I just triggered probably right there. Um, no, I was just thinking about it, and, like, if I actually just realized, like, if you could probably have, like, because, you know, they have, like, the one dude who's, like, the, the love interest for the mom, and, like, he's, like, the it turns out to be, like, the head vampire. Spoilers. Yeah, if you uh, haven't seen it, or heard our horrific... <laughs> Uh, commentary oh track. god that was a terrible commentary i feel sorry track. for matthew because matthew's like yeah i love the lost boys and, and we're just like making them just like michael fun the whole michael time. yeah you are! that song would always kick in you're like oh, oh yeah um no i was gonna say though it would be kind of cool if they had like the guy who play is playing the uh the head vampire if it was uh uh sutherland key for sutherland Ooh! Since he was originally like the the teenage one, why not make him the dad now? Oh, that would be oh yeah. Because even if you just did that for the first season, like if yeah. you just made the first season, like you you did like I don't know I don't know what the CW does. Sometimes with these shows, they always put them on later, so they get about like thirteen episodes within like the first season. And then the yeah. next season, they have like their twenty six run or whatnot. So you just do thirteen episodes for season one. You make it like the movie where it's like you can start out the moving, you can but you can build out the story without having to cram it all into like a you know a two-hour film but then you do that because even if he dies at the end you know like how the movie ends but then it's like there's more to come like kind of thing like yeah. what are you gonna do like even if he just did it for that first season i think that would be a great idea that's a fantastic idea because <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised i mean what's his face came back uh, michael c hall was on uh riverdale yeah he was in there for like a few episodes or i think it was either one episode or two episodes but he played the principal yeah like of like it's it's kind of funny with all these people and also what's her face uh molly uh ringwall she's uh archie's mom in it you know and yeah. stuff like that so it's like it's like, like i, yeah, I, I, I think back. if you asked That's him awesome. i think if you asked him be like look you don't even have to be in it for the entire series like if you just want to jump in or like, even if he just had like a couple random cameos, yeah, cameos. throughout like the the, ser- I, I the think, series i think he'd like, be i think that'd be kind of legit i think that'd be kind of right? cool i um, was like you know what i kind of like this idea but uh, yeah, no, I like that. That's that's a good pull. But yeah, but it's it's interesting that you said that because I was kind of curious of like, what if they like gender swapped instead of it a mother? What if they made it a father, and then had like a female vampire, you know, as the head vampire? Then you know Hell something, yeah. you know, just stuff like yeah. that, you know, like different ways. But I was just like, I was like, oh, I have no problem. Like if you want to swap, you know, yeah. genders or whatnot. But I was just like, 
okay, let's we're gonna do a sister team instead of a, a brother team. So I'm like, I, I I'm very intrigued by that because I was all like, out of all the people, all the people you could have gender swapped, I'm like, that is a very, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm very curious. And also, I feel like they probably could have taken it a different direction instead of like changing the gender, like keep the gender, but just make it like almost like a love triangle between like the oh, two like brothers have two and brothers like, and one girl, like or something like yeah, that. No, I was gonna say like just keep it all boys and just have it like the two like make the kids gay and oh, just like and then okay. have the two brothers interested in the same guy and then it's just kind of like oh this. that oh see yeah i got gotcha. you <laughs> i got gotcha. you um this was crazy news now uh, another news to add uh, that will also follow up on this which i should have talked about with the toy fair but ghostbusters and transformers will be joining forces in a new crossover comic book miniseries now i know the ghostbusters did this i believe with the ninja turtles Oh, I nice. know, I know, uh, I know, uh, what's his face? Um, Batman teamed up with the Ninja Turtles. In fact, that actually just got uh, picked up by Warner Brothers to make a uh, animated movie. Oh, of that. that makes it so much funnier now from the like the first like live action movie that they did right? like, a few years ago. And it was like, hey, he's doing his Batman voice. All right. But I'm but I'm wondering what's the voice cast you get for that movie. Now this is not horror talk. There's a little bit of comic book talk right. because I haven't been able to talk my comic books because that's got to come back. I'm so sorry, Sarah. I know you, I know you've been doing your trips and stuff like that. We we, we got to get on a schedule. We will we will one day soon hopefully. <laughs> Anyways, but so I'm curious when you do that voice cast, do you bring in Kevin Conroy as Batman? Right. Do you give Do you bring in the the cast from uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, cartoon show before the new one that's out now, like the CGI one that dropped, because I had a great voice cast. Or do you bring back the original voice cast? Because if you already got Kevin Conroy, original cartoon Batman, you bring back the original Turtles. So, but I'm not sure what Turtles we are, because the, the 90s Turtles uh, were a lot different in the cartoon show than they were in the comics. But we'll get into that. But yes, so... Ghost, uh, Ghostbusters and Transformers. Now, I should have seen this coming because earlier this week, GameStop uh, and uh, they they are the only people that are going to be carrying it. Oh. But it's the Ecto-1 that transforms into the robot that's actually going to be in the uh, comic. So, oh, no way! So I'm, yeah, and it's cool because he's got the little, like, he's got his eyes, but then, like, the he's got the goggles uh, you know, you can see bits of the car and stuff, and then one of the things come out, and he has like a proton pack, you know, like so he's like Ghostbusters. But the little uh, picture on uh, Twitter and stuff of like that is pretty awesome. It's got like Egon, uh, he's holding That's Egon so in his cool. hand. Ray and uh, Peter are riding on top of him, and Winston's just like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, super I'm cool. uh, super stoked, and it looks like there's a ghost behind him, but it's a ghost. Uh, uh, Transformer. It might actually be Starscreen. So I'm, I'm just very, very intrigued by this, and I really need to start grabbing some of these Ghostbusters comics and whatnot because I forgot how much I love like the artwork they do and things like that. But yeah, already I'm just like, holy crap. Yeah, so a lot of fucking Ghostbusters shit has been happening this year. Uh, of course, you know, the announcement of the new movie coming out next year. Um, this, the, the, the toy, and then also like the Mondo posters and stuff like that. So I'm very curious what else uh, is coming our way from Ghostbusters this year, because they're, they're pumping, which is, which sucks. Um, like, uh, I feel like that the 2016 movie, you know, did not get its, you know, credit that it's due, but I'm looking at what they're doing now and I'm like, Oh, you guys are, you got like, it's like Sony got on their shit and they're like, Hey, 
let's just start laying the groundwork. Now, don't get me wrong, it is 35 years of Ghostbusters this year. Yeah. Um, so it's a big it's a big deal. And then you have a, their new movie coming out next year, but they're laying this groundwork to get everyone like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. So then when that fucking trailer's gonna drop this, I'm guessing this year, mm-hmm. because they're gonna have a movie out next year, so we're gonna see something. Everyone's like, oh, that's fucking right. And they've already laid the groundwork. I mean, obviously with me, I'm just like, fuck yeah. And I'm <laughs> buying up fucking everything I keep seeing and stuff. So it's just like, I'm super pumped. But yeah, I can't wait. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I can't really contribute too much because I don't know too much about the Transformers universe other than the movies. And I don't really feel like that's probably... I don't feel like real like okay. actual like diehard transformer fans are like huge fans of the movies uh, I, so. I will i will put it this way i i can sum up ghost uh ghostbusters i can sum up uh transformers for you so the movies had if you take out a lot of the human contact shit mm-hmm. take let's just remove all of that the whole war between those two all that's correct they did crash land on our planet they're basically they're trying uh Autobots were trying to save it. Decepticons were trying to destroy it because Decepticons pretty much destroyed Cybertron, and that's why they had to leave. Uh-huh. So they were trying to make this their new home, and they're also trying to be like, oh, let's be cohabited with the people who are already here. Like, that's how the Autobots are looking at it, but Decepticons are like, no, fuck these people. We're the superior race. Let's take it over. So well, most of the battles... Let's be perfectly honest. They kind of are. But so. most of the battles in that cartoon show took place out in the middle of nowhere in a desert. So, like, there was no really, there's, like, I know there's Spike and, like, his dad, uh, like, meet them, like, the Autobots, and they befriend them, and then, uh, you know, all that kind of stupid crap. So, but that's how they had to do it for the kids and everything like that. But it was basically, like, you know, so, I, you get it where it's, like, yeah, cars can't just be, like, all right, there's, there's, there's the bad guy. He sees us. We're going to go over here to this big dirt field away from everybody to fight. No, yeah, like the true. movie made sense when they had a fight in, you know, in the city, in the and city and stuff like that. Yeah. But all that, the like all that kind of stuff so is pretty much kind of like the same concept, but like remove a lot of the, you know, like Sam with Wiki is the only one that could help us. No, Optimus Prime's like, you're you're a child. Look <laughs> at me. Look at me. I, you're a child. I, I got this. Thanks. But I got this, you know, <laughs> uh, kind of thing. But I'm thinking with the the way I want to see, I want to still see Bumblebee. A lot of people really enjoyed Bumblebee and it's already had kickstarted them rebooting Transformers, doing it, I guess, the way how Bumblebee was. And everyone's yeah. like, Bumblebee was the best Transformers movie. And it's like all it was all the hardcore, like everybody who grew up with it was like, yeah, you have to see it. If you love Transformers and you were like, thank you, Michael Bay, for shitting on my childhood. Um, yeah, so honestly, and so forth, I, so. I liked Bumblebee when he didn't talk because <laughs> I thought that the whole thing of like him, like having the like the um, like having to use the radio to communicate, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, no, and I like that too. And it's like it showed how like, and then they even referenced it, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, where uh, you know, Megatron mentions all like, he's all like. Uh, he's all like, he's the one who ripped out his like voice box. Yeah. Or his, his voice box got damaged. Like whenever he crash landed or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's all I got. Cool. Yeah. I I really don't have anything to contribute. No, you're good, but that's about it. So get ready. Everyone who listens to this podcast says there's going to be probably a lot of, a lot of Ghostbuster talk for me <laughs> this year. But, yeah, um, uh, definitely when I get that Mondo poster. Uh, also, actually, i got to give a shout-out to uh, Matthew. 
uh, he was the one who told me about it. And then I was just like, you know, locked in on that thing until that stuff dropped. So that will come in April that I'm going to get that framed, hang that bad boy up. And then I will be like, I need more Ghostbuster stuff. (laughs) I want to get a proton pack. That's another story on that. Yeah. Let me just get a better job. (laughs) A higher paying one at least. Yeah. That's it. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Thank you all for listening. And uh, until n- I'm Steve-O. And I am whoever I said before. Oh, uh, Amy Winehouse. There we go. Which I think she's dead. Probably. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just said Winehouse because there was wine sitting on the table. Uh, so. That's fine. But anyways, until next, kids. <laughs> next, kids. <laughs> until next, kids. Until the next, kids. Uh, until next time. Me. <laughs> Carpe Noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Michael! Michael! <laughs>